Have you felt overwhelmed and stressed out lately? Do you feel like you're losing yourself in homeschooling and motherhood, feeling like you're on the brink of burnout, but you really don't know what to do? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Catch Your Breath, the podcast that helps homeschool moms banish stress, take control, and find peace and balance in their lives. I'm your host, Inga Macy, a homeschool mom, Christ follower, and mental health and wellness advocate. And in this podcast, you'll learn concrete and practical solutions for reclaiming a sense of calm, regaining control over your stress, and nurturing your well-being so you can experience more freedom and fulfillment in homeschooling and life. So whether you're folding laundry, prepping for a lesson, or just need a few minutes to yourself, why not take a moment? Grab a piece of chocolate and pop in your earbuds and let's tackle this homeschooling journey together. So, are you with me? Ready? Set? Breathe. Welcome to Catch Your Breath, the podcast that's dedicated to helping homeschooling moms find stress management strategies and reclaim their calm. I'm thrilled that you've tuned into another episode where we'll explore practical tips and authentic stories to empower you on your homeschooling journey. So take a deep breath, relax, and let's dive in. So we're gonna talk about how you reflect and the consistency that's needed for reflection, how it's beneficial, all of that. Before we dive into this episode, we have to check in. So how are you doing? How has your week been? I hope you've been able to find some time to chill out, to calm down, to figure out what you need and to give yourself some of that. In this episode, we're gonna talk about reflection, but we're gonna get into the nitty gritty. We're gonna make it practical. And I wanna give you some questions to ask during your reflection time. And then we're gonna talk about how often you should reflect. I have been reflecting. I started the practice of reflection a long time ago when I first started teaching. My first principal gave me a wonderful principal, by the way. And so always great when that's the first experience that you have, right? How often should you reflect? My suggestion is that you practice some daily reflection, some weekly reflection, and then some yearly reflection. Also love the six-week mark. And that's kind of thinking of your teaching in a six-week or a nine-week period. And really the place that came from was when I was in school, that's how we did it. When way back when, in the olden days, as my kids say, we did six-week grading periods. And so I like that because it gives you an opportunity to really see if the thing that you're doing is working or not over a longer period of time. And then you can make some decisions after that. So it's usually a six week on and then a week off, another six weeks and then a week off, another six weeks. And in that way, you kind of are able to spend some time on during the week off doing this six week reflection. But for the daily reflection, you're asking yourself what went well in your homeschooling today. And that can be, you know, did we have an engaging discussion? Was there an activity that was amazing? Was there some sort of positive reaction? I love that because when you go back at the end of the year to see those simple things, a lot of times, well, first of all, if you wait during the week, sometimes you forget those little tiny interactions that are huge and what your kids said and all of that. It can't always happen, but if you make it a practice of doing that daily reflection, in five minutes, you can make it happen, but we'll get to that. Next thing that you want to reflect on in your daily reflections are your challenges or difficulties that you faced in that day. And was it a struggle with a particular subject? Was it a distraction? Did you have some sort of lack of focus, the child or you? And that's what you wanna write and reflect on. The next thing you wanna think about is how did you respond to those challenges? That is key 
because you can start to pick up on patterns in your response. And if you do something called the ABC, and I believe it's the antecedent, the behavior, and then the consequence, If you do that, then you start to see, well, what was happening before this challenge took place? What was happening before this thing went off the rails? If you do that regularly, then you can see a pattern. Then you can know what the trigger is whenever that pattern starts to show itself. The next thing you want to reflect on is what could I do differently the next time? Because that is going to help you to understand if it were a situation that you could have prevented Thinking through what you could have done the next time actually can help you the next time because you can remember that you did that. And I want to tell you guys, this reflection thing is so good for your children, teaching them how to reflect so that they actually are thinking about the choices they're making, what they're doing and why they're doing it. All right, back to the list. Then you want to reflect on the goals that you set for the day. So I'm big into the three goals per day, just kind of having either one big goal or three goals, like a homeschooling goal, a business goal, a family goal, personal goal, something like that. But you could have in your homeschool those three goals or like what was your big goal that you wanted to finish the test you guys were doing or you wanted to make sure you helped everybody with their writing. For instance, in our season, certain times of our our homeschooling, like in our six-week period, One of my major goals could be that we get through our vocabulary, that we're able to introduce and review our vocabulary for the day. And that might be my major big goal. And so if I accomplish that, then I'm able to say, yes, I accomplished that goal. Or it might be that one of your goals is to make sure that we read together, we read indescribable. So I might say that we read and discuss indescribable with science, that we ask and answer our questions in history of story of the world, and that we do the vocabulary. I've just said the word study. And so if I've gotten those goals, if I've set realistic goals and I am able to say, yes, I did get that. Once again, I can look for patterns because if I'm seeing day after day after day, I'm not accomplishing those goals, then we need to figure out what's going on. And that leads you into the next thing to say, well, what adjustments do I need to make? Because we didn't accomplish the goal today. What do I need to do? So I need to make sure that I prepare better at night for the next day. Do I need to make sure that my children are getting up earlier? Whatever it is. The next thing you want to ask yourself is, what did I observe about my child's learning today? And this one is good because you want to think about their specific strengths, anything, any areas that you need attention. If you introduced a new concept, you want to write down, did they get it? Did they struggle? Where did they struggle? And this can help you to plan for the next day. And really the daily reflection to see patterns over a certain period of time, but also to help you for the next day. And these last two questions I love because it's going to help you to remember to celebrate and to find the joy in the day. These last two is the sixth one is what moments of joy or connection did we experience during our homeschooling time? Don't you love that? Don't you love that? (laughs) And then you want to say, are there any thoughts or ideas for tomorrow's homeschooling plans? So you want to be thinking ahead. And then finally, and this is the one that is so key to ensuring that you have that joy, you have that empowerment, it's something that you want to do. You want to ask yourself, what can I celebrate? If you have to only choose three questions because your daily reflection, you don't have a lot of time and you have to use three questions, your three questions would be what went well, what didn't go well, 
and why, that's a twofer, and what can I celebrate? So if you can only ask those three questions, number one is what went well, number two is what didn't go well and why, and number three is what can I celebrate today? And that can take you five minutes. So you can either do that deep dive that we talked about with all those questions, or you can just ask those three and then do a deep dive. For your weekly reflection, you're gonna take those same type of questions, but then you're gonna kind of pull them out a little more. So you'll wanna ask yourself, number one, you wanna review the progress of your weekly goals. So do you have some weekly goals? And you should, because you should have some daily lesson goals, and then you should have some weekly progression or mastery goals. And for those weekly goals, you wanna ask what was accomplished and are there any areas that I need to improve on? Then you wanna ask yourself, are there any activities or resources that were successful and were there any that didn't work well? The next question you wanna ask is, did our homeschooling routine or our schedule work effectively? And if not, what adjustments need to be made? So if you're just doing this on a daily basis, you could end up changing your schedule over and over again. But if you look at it over, the full five days. And so you can do your reflection on Friday or you can do it on Sunday um, when you're preparing for the next week or whenever. You get to choose whenever you're doing it. But what you want to look at is over that span of five days, four days, whatever it is, what were we able to accomplish with our routine? And so you're looking at your routine. You're determining, did this work for us this week? And you'll know if it worked for you because you can look at what you accomplished and say, okay, did we accomplish what we needed to go with this routine or this schedule? And if not, we need to change it. The next thing you want to look at is your balance. How did I balance the subjects and the activities throughout the week? And do I need to adjust anything or give more or less attention? And when you're thinking about that, especially if you have more than one child, you're thinking about the amount of time you had to spend on something. So you want to think about reading, writing, math, science, social studies. As you're doing that weekly reflection, if you're looking and saying, you know what, we really are not spending, we're spending one day a week on social studies or one day a week on science, and we're not getting through as much of the curriculum as I thought we would get through, or we're, we're really, we're behind and we're, we're at least I wanted to, or one of the things that can help in that when you're looking at the different subjects is you may realize you have too many curriculum that you're trying to do. And that could be that you're trying to do each grade and each subject differently for each child, which for most people that have more than one, and some people might be able to get away with it with two children, but if you have more than two children, that's going to be challenging, but you'll want to check through that. And as you're looking at that, you're looking at curriculum as well, because it could be a curriculum issue, but you won't know that unless you're reflecting on it. You then want to ask yourself, did you take enough breaks? Hmm. Key breaks are important so that you could do the non-academic things. So that falls into what are those other things outside of whatever the curriculum is that you wanted to do or that you thought was important? And I believe that your scripture reading and your devotions fall into that. So have you done so much with your homeschooling day and your curriculum, that standard curriculum that you're working through that you've not had an opportunity to do some of those other things? The next thing you wanna think about is your healthy work-life balance and work-life in terms of homeschooling being your work. Do you have a good balance between the home part and the school part? If homeschooling, if the schooling part is 
overtaking every single aspect of your life, then there's no balance there. And you're going to be frustrated and you're not going to enjoy it. And more than likely, you're going to burn out. But if the home part where you're doing all the chores and you guys are constantly cleaning up and you're doing the cooking and you're doing like all this other stuff and then you realize that you don't have any time really for homeschooling, you're not actually doing the schooling part, then that's not good as well. So you want to look to make sure that you have a balance and then you want to ask yourself those hard questions. How can I improve? What are the specific things that I need to do to make sure that I can fit in both? And it doesn't have to be even, so it doesn't have to be 50-50. There are going to be seasons when it's going to be different and days. I truly am okay with setting aside a part of the day where it's all about schooling and we're not doing any work, any, you know, home-based work or home-based chores or whatever. But then there are other times where we're incorporating too, and you get to choose what that looks like. And then you want to look at the conversations that you're having with your child and ask yourself, can they give you any feedback or any insights about their experience this week? Now, this is not something that you have to do every single week because that would be challenging, but you do want to set aside some time to chat with them. I think this is perfect for the six week review and the six week reflection because that's going to help you drive what you're doing in that next six weeks and because you're taking a full week off in between if you do it that way you've got time to make the adjustments have the conversation make the adjustments all of that and then finally for your weekly you want to ask yourself are there any challenges or concerns that need to be addressed and when we think about that we're talking about behavior with your child curriculum any of those things that you're like, something's not right, or I need to do something differently to make sure this next week goes better. For your yearly reflection, this is, oh, and then I forgot in the weekly reflection, you want to celebrate. So what can I celebrate? So if you had to scale it down, I think the weekly does, you know, has a lot more pieces into it and and more that you're looking into. But if you had to scale it down, you want to look at the progress towards your weekly goals. And then you want to look at your balance between your homeschooling and your life. And then finally, you want to end with what can I celebrate? So what can I celebrate from this week? Your yearly reflection, we'll talk about the yearly reflection and then we'll come back and talk about that six week review. Cause actually I don't have it here in my notes because I usually think of that six week as the review. That's just like a mandatory, we've got to review the last six weeks. For your yearly reflection, you wanna ask what are the highlights and the significant accomplishments of the homeschooling year? Then you want to reflect on the goals that you set at the beginning of the year and see if those goals achieved. And you have evidence if you've been doing this reflection, but also your portfolio, your tests, your quizzes, all of that. You then want to ask what subjects or activities were particularly enjoyable or successful and what were the ones that they just hated and you. What were the ones that every single week you're just like, oh man, this is not working. You want to talk about the subjects. I mean, excuse me, you want to talk about the co-op experience or any outside things like if you were in co-ops. And let me say this about co-ops, have a goal for the co-op. So if you're either decide, are you going to the co-op for social? Are you going to the co-op for academic? Are you going for the co-op as a drop-off, going for a break? Whatever it is, determine what those goals are for that co-op so that when you're reflecting at the end of the year to decide A, to continue with co-ops or B, if to continue with that co-op or to change to a different co-op, you've got some information and some evidence to make that decision. 
absolutely 100%, you know, curriculum is going to be the thing and you want to reflect on curriculum. But when you are reflecting on curriculum, which is why it's important that you're doing that reflection throughout the year, you want to make sure that you are reflecting on what worked in the curriculum, what did not something worked. So if you like, I hated it, please think about what worked or at least think about why you bought it in the first place. What worked? What didn't work? Why didn't it work? What do you hope to change? If you could change something about this curriculum, what would you change? What would you wish that this curriculum did not have? Or what did you wish this curriculum would have that it doesn't have? Make sure you do that reflection before you go buy more curriculum and really before you ask questions. Determine what was important to you in that curriculum and then then go ask questions of everybody else. You want to reflect on your child's learning styles and their interests because those are going to evolve throughout the year. And you may notice that there are some things that they love to do or didn't love to do in the very beginning. And now they don't love it or they love something new. And so you just want to reflect on that because that's going to help you in that next year. And you'll see that all the time. But sometimes you just got to sit down and look at it and say, oh, you know what we did? He was really into science and we got all this science stuff, but all of a sudden He's not really into that anymore. What is he into right now? Look at your challenges and the difficulties that you faced during the year and how did you handle them? If you had a particularly tough year, reflect on what that, why, you know, was it your health? Was it your time? Was it whatever it is? I'm really big on the seven parts of your whole being, your well-being. And so look at those things and say, is my physical? Was it my sleep, my nutrition? Was it my environment? Do I need to adjust this environment and create a different kind of space? We said we were going to environ. We were going to homeschool at the kitchen table, but that is not working. Think about that. So think about what were the challenges and the difficulties. And then as always, talk to your child. So have a list of questions that you'll ask them. What did you love? What didn't you love? What do you wish we would do differently? What do you wish we would take away? What do you wish we would add? All of those things. And then in that time, you can set your goals for the new school year based on that information right then. Or you can kind of wait, go back, read it, and then do it. Because that's essentially what you're using it for. And then the most important part of this is how can I celebrate? So now you know all of the things to celebrate because you've been looking at them for your daily reflections. You've been looking at it from your weekly reflection. And now it's time to say, so how do I celebrate? What, how are we going to celebrate the end of this year? How are we going to celebrate our academic successes and all of that? And there are many great ways that you can do it. You guys probably have way more than I do. And I can do an episode on that if you'd like, but make sure that you find a way to celebrate. And it could be as simple as taking them to an amusement park or a theme park that's in your area or putting on a party with some of their friends. We did one year an ice cream party with their friends. It was ice cream and video games actually. And I've never seen them work so hard. When I was telling them it was coming up, I think we have four more weeks before. And I was like, well, you're not gonna be able to do it unless that is done because that's part of what has to be done for the celebration. And they were excited. And what's really fun is if you can think about how you want to celebrate at the beginning of the year and start to plan that for the end, then it can be something that everybody's looking forward to. And you can start to really your day and your schedule and your week and everything. I was going to say circulate, but (laughs) basically focus on that and get ready for that. I hope that you see the value in reflection and now you have some ideas and some questions 
on how to reflect daily, weekly, yearly. And I'm going to save the six week review for a different time because I know that not everybody does this with a six week review. And I kind of want to give you a little bit of background into why we do that, what it looks like, and then how you can do it. And I don't want to squish that into this time. So I hope that this was helpful for you and that you will consider reflecting. Thank you so much for joining me today on Catch Your Breath. I hope that this episode is giving you some practical tips and encouragement to help you to catch your breath and know that you can manage stress. You can have balance in your homeschool journey and you don't have to do this all alone. So, uh, (laughs) well, that's my cue. But if you enjoyed today's episode, would you consider leaving a review and subscribing to the podcast? Your feedback and support really mean the world to me. And if you haven't already, join my free group, Empowered Homeschool Mom, to find out how you beat burnout and be able to truly enjoy this homeschool journey. You'll be connecting with other like-minded moms and you get to share your wins and your struggles and receive exclusive content from me. So remember, leave a review, share with someone, and just let me know that this was helpful. Until next time, remember to breathe.